0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. Having looked at the first four Beatitudes of Matthew chapter 5, we turn our attention to the next two in verses 7 and 8. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy, and blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Again, we must remind ourselves of the moment these words were first spoken on a hill in Galilee amongst a large multitude of people and sitting at the feet of Jesus. Each beatitude issues forth a profound challenge to our own spirituality if we truly seek to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. The fifth beatitude in verse 7 is, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. What we do not appreciate often is that we all need mercy. The ones who do not perceive their need for mercy are those whose eyes are closed by pride, nor do they understand their true relationship with the Creator. We all need mercy. Regardless of who we are, we have all sinned. Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 tells us that, and stand in need of God's mercy. Yet there is a direct connection between our receiving mercy from God and our extending mercy to others. In the following chapter we have what is called the Lord's Prayer, or the Model Prayer, in which Jesus teaches, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you, But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Matthew chapter 6 and verses 14 and 15. The idea of forgiveness is linked with mercy. Do we need forgiveness of sins? Yes. Then we had better give it to others. As we seek to be children of God, we are to follow the example of our Father. Our Father is merciful. Shouldn't we as his children be merciful as well? In Matthew chapter 18 and verses 21 and following, Jesus presents to us the parable of the unforgiving servant. Here we have a servant who owed his master 10,000 talents, a sum of money that could not have been repaid. His master commanded that he be sold and his wife and children and all that he had, and payment be made, down in verse 25. In the following verse, he begged for patience, which is the same thing as begging for mercy. It says in verse 27, Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him the debt. The plea for mercy produced compassion and forgiveness on behalf of the master. One would have imagined that because of the mercy extended to him, that he would have turned and extended that mercy to others, but he did not. Finding one of his fellow servants who owed him a debt of only a hundred denarii, he grabbed him by the throat and demanded immediate payment. His fellow servant likewise begged for patience and mercy, but he did not show him any. Instead, he had him thrown into prison until he should pay the debt. When his master found out what he had done, he called him and said, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me, should you not have also had compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had pity on you. The answer should have been, Yes. However, the servant probably justified his lack of mercy based upon different reasons. How many times do we justify ourselves by not extending compassion and pity and forgiveness to others? Consider our hurt to God's hurt, who is compelled to send his Son to the cross for our sins. Does our hurt seem now to shrink in comparison to his? Hopefully so. This is what the parable of the unforgiving servant is all about. How great is the depth of our own mercy. It may determine where we spend eternity. The second beatitude under consideration is found in verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. God is pure. If we are to have our home with him, we too must strive to be pure being pure affects every aspect of our being. It affects our thoughts and our actions and our motives. It affects where we go and what we say. It affects our past times and our entertainment choices. Nothing is exempt. The apostle Paul said, Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 1. James sets before us the challenge to cleanse our hands and to purify our hearts in chapter 4 and verse 8. That responsibility is ours. That means that we are to always be inner-looking and self-examining. As Christians, it would never suffice for us to display an appearance of purity and holiness when we are secretly harboring the sins of the world. God is much smarter than that. Jesus saw this manifested in the lives of the scribes and Pharisees. In Matthew chapter 23 and verses 25 through 27, he said, "'Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites!' For you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of extortion and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first cleanse the inside of the cup and dish, that the outside of them may be clean also. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones, and all uncleanliness." God is no fool. He knows us inside and out. We must always seek to betray the Christ-likeness we are trying to manifest inside. Of course, because of sin, we will never attain to true Christ-like purity. That is only attained through Him and His sacrifice for us. That is where the previous beatitude on mercy comes together with purity. Only through a life dedicated to His Word can one truly receive the mercy from God that we need in order to receive a heavenly abode with Him. If you would like to know more about God's mercy, you can contact my friends at the Ulaga Church of Christ, or you can email me directly at of C at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will, and I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.